Welcome to FFC Top 3, a show where we, your FFC host, count things down from 3 to number 1. Thank you for joining us this week. If you have a suggestion for Top 3, be sure to drop us a note on Twitter, on Twitch if you're here in chat, on Discord, or even in our new style of poll. There's a spot for that. Or just message me, you know, you can you can hit me up whenever. But this week, we're going to talk about a top three favorite Destiny missions. I was about to say food because we talked about food right before we started recording. So, And apparently that's going to be something that's coming up again in chat because we have a special guest tonight. Hello. We have a, one of my friends, Isakul, the Wish Dragon herself, and we're going to talk about our top three favorite Destiny missions. I so, like how the whole Wish Dragon thing has permeated to everything. You know, I don't mind it because I'm the one who gave you that title. Listen, so. I'm trying to put together your introduction right now, okay? So I'm just I'm, I'm just going to say that's going to be part of it, and there's going to be other parts of it. And uh-huh. Oh, no. Oh, See, no. Blue, Blue gets real creative with most introductions. Beard has been called very, very, very <laughs> things over the t- over the past year and a half. <laughs> so it's your turn to get some of it. Although he really hasn't like changed up what I'm called, which I'm okay with. Especially, but anyway, hey, look, I can I only three. I only have so much free time in on my hands. I know, right? <laughs> right. Cole, yes. What is your number three top destiny mission? <sighs> it would probably have to be a stranger's call which is down in the Ishtar library back in D1, where the stranger does the whole ridiculous speech of, I don't have time to explain why I don't have time to explain, but I'm going to stand here for 15 minutes and tell you everything, but not really tell you anything. So many questions from that mission. Mm-hmm. That so, was the mission that got me interested in lore back in the day. The only reason I like that one so much is because you do actually go into the Ishtar collective and you see mm-hmm. a whole bunch of infrastructure and the books and everything which i absolutely love um and she's she fighting in that library mm. what i find ridiculous is you're fighting in the library you're mm-hmm. surrounded by golden age books why <laughs> is the ammo coming out of my gun not destroying everything <laughs> space magic <laughs> space right? magic it's ridiculous that vex all the vex coming at you during that show yeah still i love it Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Blue. Do you have your number three now? Uh, yeah. My number three. I, I, it. Yeah. It. Yeah. Anyways, my number three is enemy of my enemy. Um, and it's oh the one on Titan. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's mostly because of the predominant piece of that mission being an actual choice given to us mm-hmm. as players. Uh, our choices actually like affect the ending of that mission, which I I absolutely love. Um, mm-hmm. that's the one that we kind of, I want to say that was when we f- really initially got introduced to Mithrax off the top of my head. I want to say that's, that's when we got introduced to his character. Um, but the, yes. uh, the big thing there was that we actually got to choose whether or not that our guardian, um, our guardian basically kills him or lets him survive. And I remember when that first dropped, there was a lot of people who were really excited because I mean, it does, it opens up uh, quite a bit as far as like potential. And it shows that, you know, that's something that we, that Bungie as a developer is going to be, you know, hopefully playing with more and more, especially with uh, now that we, now that we're where we are today with like zero hour and all that, that actually, you know, 
plays into it. Um, I don't know. I, I really like those types of missions. You know, I like that because that actually dovetails directly into my number three because my number three is zero hour Mm -hmm. i actually really like and even if i don't complete it i like going in there solo and just running the jumping puzzle and whatnot and testing myself that way because cole and i ran it a lot together to get outbreak prime or outbreak perfected excuse me uh and it's a fun fun mission to go through and you get to see mithrax and work with him to kill one thrall and then you do all the rest of the work and then he shows up at the end with his ship but i mean it's an enemy race that you get to actually work with which is kind of cool is why zero hours my number three my number two number two would probably have to be um chosen where you run through the city and it's all destroyed and everything you're gonna kill Gaul at the end um for two reasons i really like that one one is you're actually down in the city because i would have loved to do that as my guardian and like here the civilians with like their barks or like 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 their lines Mm -hmm. of oh my gosh it's a guardian you know that sort of thing i'd love to hear how the civilians react um but just seeing like how they live the architecture and everything and the actual rebuilding of society is really pretty because there's a lot of white alabaster structures surprisingly in the city which i still think it's really pretty but uh, the second reason is actually because of you, Green. Oh. When we were running story missions and like we were completely overpowered and oh, we were taking down Gaul, this. where we broke him so bad that he <laughs> T-posed. Yeah. He utterly T-posed and we couldn't complete the mission because he just was stuck there until like the final bits of his lines were done and then he fell over l- dead. Listen, you have to let him talk. We did that. We did that with uh, <laughs> uh-huh. the uh, arms dealer strike. We killed yeah. him before he could go up the elevator, and the game was like, I don't know what to do. Thank <laughs> like, uh, yeah. God, it was Blade Barrage. I think yeah, we, we tethered both, and Blade... Did we both Blade Barrage him? Did we both Blade him? Barrage. Oh, it was geez. so bad. Yeah. yeah. No, I can, <laughs> At level just, 700. Yeah. That's for the nerf. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like, Gaul's just like, uh, pin cushions. Just he was, was a voodoo great. doll at that point. It was it was a lot of fun. That was a good time. <laughs> Blue number two for you. Uh, bottle the ark. It's the Which one? bottle the ark. It's the uh, what is that? the stormcaller subquest. Oh, from back D1. to D one. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. It was okay. it was one of the ones that it actually did a really. It, it was one that I had multiple conversations i think with bife about and he actually convinced me to go get my warlock up i had i play i grinded a new warlock out just to play that one subclass or that one subclass mm-hmm. mission and it was totally worth it um in my mind i think that was one of the, the those subclasses i never really got into the sunbreaker but my understanding is for those who did, Sunbreaker was right up there with it as far as like the feeling. Um, I didn't really connect with that particular one. But for whatever reason, Bottle the Ark just to me really did embody um, the concept that they kind of seemed to be going for with the, with the Warlocks. Uh, it was just really cool how they how they orchestrated the different pieces of that particular quest, really. 
Um, but yeah, and then the very end when you actually get like the unlimited power, cause you know, whenever you get the new super, super abilities, they give you like that trial period. It's like, Hey, here's a new car, go drive it around for five minutes and mm-hmm. you don't have to pay for gas. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what happened there. And that was actually a lot of fun. I liked like all those missions, like spark did that. And <laughs> although I like the, the lore, <laughs> He yelled at you until I submit. That's, that's, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. He did. I'm nice. My number two is a major throwback to the very beginning of D1. And it is the Dark Beyond mission where we go to the moon and the hive come out and you get that iconic line from uh, Dinglebot. Mm-hmm. You've awoken the hive or we've awoken the hive. I planned that mission I don't know how many times back in D1. And it's not like the mission was super special in any way, shape, or form. There was no, like, major story things. It was more nostalgic. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because, I mean, also it was a great farming mission to get all the thrall. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that one is definitely one of my favorites. The one that I probably have played, put more hours in than is reasonable. But that brings us to number one and the conclusions of our list. Cole. Um, see, now I'm in a quandary because Blue reminded me of the new subclass missions. Because mm-hmm. when we first saw the TTK trailer, I legit cried. Right. Because there was a void bow I could now have as a hunter, and it is by far my favorite subclass, so that whole mission was really awesome to me. Um, I don't know, though. Just, can you sh- Can you beat the Russian servitor doll? Russian servitor doll? Oh my the god, do you not Russian, remember? So the it's like you kill it and oh, pop, right. five and pop out, like, and then it's like you kill yeah. one of them, and it's like, here's more, and more, and more. I'm like, oh god, when is it going to stop? So blue, black armory, and Bergusia, uh-huh. there's it, smaller versions of that. Yeah. I mean, I blue, I do have I to know. say, Crucible Radio, when I was doing scrims with them in Crucible private matches, they actually did compliment me on my Night Stalker ability. Nice. So, yeah. Tether on um, things. <laughs> but uh, no, my favorite top mission would probably have to be Utopia, uh, which is where you go into the Arcology on Titan and you're retrieving the uh, the computer chip so you can do the whole, whole little processing thing and everything. But going down in there, just going through the arcology first, you see how they actually lived on Titan. It was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. A lot of fantastic structures and everything's still glowing and bright and vivid. You have your little Roomba bots going around still, which I think is adorable. Um, but like you just keep going through and like the pathways get smaller and smaller and smaller. When you're going through the air ducts, if you look around, there's actually skeletons in piles. Like mm-hmm. somebody or a group of people got caught and just were slaughtered right then and there. Um, and then you go down even further and you see like the back end, the, the like actual infrastructure underneath the society. And then when you plop down and you get the little chip in the sphere, there's that worm going across. Mm-hmm. You know, just just absolutely crazy to me. And you pick it up and you run, but. And Just, also, you guys, you you know that Ghost has like one of the best lines during that mission. Which you, one? When he's confused about what a pineapple is. Oh, pineapple! <laughs> he's like, "What the hell? Like, 
What, the, what, what type what of they, people? What would they do that for? Pineapple. It's the best. What was it the was, other one? I can't Q, remember. Kiwi or like yeah. a cucumber kiwi? Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it was something. It was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And what's it like? He, he rambles them off and it's like the weird one, the, the actual weird one. He's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's perfectly normal. And then he gets the pineapple. He's like, pineapple? Like, what? <laughs> like, it just, like, why would they combine such he a thing? breaks him. It's so amazing. Oh, it's such a mess. I oh. love it. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably my top one is just because I love Titan. I love rain in the ocean, even though I can't swim for anything. Um, but Titan is probably my favorite destination out of any of them, out of any game. Just because that's probably where I'd be living if we were back in the Golden Age. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Why? Def- definitely live Why there. there. Well, for one, science. Two, it's pretty. Three, science. And four, science. And five, science. it's always raining. It's always raining. <laughs> it's I raining methane. Rain. Frozen. Hair. Okay. It's still rain. Plus okay. the park in the middle of it with the dome is really pretty. Yeah, that is kind of pretty. I will give you that. <laughs> Blue. God. What's your number science. one? Science. Yes. Uh, science. Ranger found. Uh, so it's the subclass for the Night Stalker from TTK. Uh, it was uh, one of my favorite missions because you actually kind of get a uh, glimpse into. It was one of the first times that I remember really getting a glimpse into like the everyday components of what it is to be Guardians. Uh, because they introduced Tevis kind of more formally and his entire like role within the Vanguard as a mentor as a, or as a pseudo mentor, basically uh, with the hunters and all that. And then you actually like it is just really cool because you actually get Tevis's bow. It's not it's not like, you know, it's not it, it actually gives you for as a Night Stalker. Um, it's one of the few times Actually, I think it's the only subclass that we actually, it's not our, like, catalyst. The catalyst, the catalyst to teach us how to use the uh, Night Stalker bow is actually Tevis's, like, manifestation of it. And I thought that was yeah. really, really cool, um, you know, just because it was, it just, it again, it just kind of reconnected you from a, from a kind of the behind the scenes if you actually sat down and, you know, kind of peeled back the, the, the appearance of it just a little bit it made it really really a, a little bit more weight to it in my mind i can see that mm-hmm. yeah just the subclass missions are just so nice in general yeah and i have i have a good memory of those just again because it was like again it was one of those things where it was the first time that you actually that i feel like they actually really pushed not necessarily choices though it did kind of feel like a choice um like in order to unlock the ability, you kind of had to do it. But at the same time, it felt like you know they're like, no, here's here's the here's the reason why this new ability is being unlocked. Like this is a kind of a, an explanation in game as to, oh no, this isn't just you know the the arbitrary. Oh hey, I got X amount of XP points, and I'm going to tick off this new skill point. Uh, right. It actually was like. You know, I, I attribute it to like the D and D process of learning a new skill set in D and D or in any RPG is like the training period. Um, mm-hmm. Like depending on how depending on how you play the game uh, within RPGs or tabletops, you know, usually when you learn a new skill or learn a new feat or something like that, you're supposed to take you're you're supposed to give your character some time during a rest period to actually train with it. And to me, that was kind of like a um, 
an actual realization of that component within Destiny. And I thought that was really cool that it wasn't just unlocking a node on a on an arbitrary skill tree. We actually had to go out and, you know, explore in so much as we explored the world at that point um, and actually toggle that and unlock that ability within our own character. I thought that was a really, really good step in the actual it actually it was one of the things that actually kept me interested in destiny for a while was because of that kind of because of that kind of thing because i was hoping with that we would see more of those choices and we have we have seen more of those choices but up until that point i it's hard for me to play rpgs or even though destiny is not really an rpg but rpg lights uh, and that's kind of the reason why is because it's it starts getting really hard to connect with just arbitrarily unlocking skill nodes. You right. know, it's like unless I'm actually I, I prefer to have um, uh, games that, you know, like Fallout or actually any Bethesda titles. Bethesda does a really good job. And this is one of the reasons I really like Bethesda titles is they reward you by leveling up the skill sets that you actually use. Um, so like the way you advance is by actually doing things. Um, it's not just, I killed X amount of enemies and now I'm a master lock, lock pick. You know, it's no, you have to go out and you have to actually steal stuff. Like you have to successfully, right. you have to successfully sneak around. And as you get more challenge, if you do more challenging things, you obviously get faster progress. I, and that's kind of where with the subclasses in destiny with the taken King, that's kind of what it started feeling like. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yes, that's going to be if we can get this in this game, this would totally make again because I play a lot of it solo. Um, it would make it a lot more easily for me or easy for me to connect to the character. And it did. Also, there are also, as the chat points out, there are no bears in Destiny. So <laughs> that is also true. Or trolls or, or trolls. trolls or trolls or uh, and uh, the new the new Tomb Raider. It's Jaguars uh, because F those things. Um, <laughs> there are none. Yeah, there are no none of those is. either in Destiny. Right. Oh goodness. So falls onto me for the flair for dramatic, which is why my number one is the number one. It is. It is regicide back from TTK because I love the scene where you walk yes to Oryx's throne room before we kill him in the raid and all that darkness seeps into him it, i know they said it was like a inspired from spawn and inspired from uh, opera the, the and cell the cell not spawn thank you yeah it, it was, was I mean, oh my god it's a, one of one of the best cutscenes, i think from that from that it's such thing. a gorgeous mission yeah and i love drama <laughs> I I don't like being a part of drama, but I love dramatic moments, and I love seeing dramatic moments and reading dramatic moments, and that definitely was an entry. For all the things that Oryx lacks, he had style, man. He really did. <laughs> he really did, but... He also, yeah. had con- he also had control of the real world because he could break the fourth wall and glitch everybody while we were trying to kill him. That's yep. true. That is also true. But... That actually concludes our list this week. Next week, Blue, would you like to tell the folks at home? Because I forgot already what we're doing next week, even though we discussed it right before we started next this episode. Week, <laughs> next week, we're going to do podcast, which is actually going right. to be which is actually going to be a hard one for me. Really? Yeah, I don't listen to podcasts. 
Me I either. Have, I, I just I just host one. Four, right. <laughs> I don't need a. I don't need to listen <laughs> to my. I don't. I, it's not even. It's not even that. It's just literally. I'm like I. I can't mm-hmm. get people to talk fast enough for me to, like. Yeah, that's not against. That's not anything against anybody. I just same reason I don't listen to audiobooks. I, I just I'm like no. Yeah. This is most yeah. inefficient use of my you, time. You put it. Just put it up at one point five, and just have fun with no, it. No, well, with audiobooks, I have to put it at like two. And really? it it Function gets time? it gets really interesting. I'm just gonna say that <laughs> if you if you put a <laughs> audiobook at like two times the speed, I'm like, dude, that voice that person does not have that high of a voice. But I, yeah, it's really funny. I would wouldn't stop giggling if I, I put no, that's that's the two. problem. Then I get distracted because I'm like, <laughs> oh, that person just died. <laughs> like I'm oh, just god. like I'm like this is terrible. I'm missing the entire point of this book. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I mean, I guess it is top 3 podcasts. We could do top 3 audiobooks at some point too. That might not be a bad one because there's some voice actors that I really like that do some really great audiobook work too. That's true. Yeah. But Yeah, that would that actually concludes our top 3 this week. Thank you for joining us and remember Everybody loves a list.